listening to the Gorman Bear Girls podcast. We're just two girls making memories and eating our way through life together. Welcome Welcome to to our table. Hi, I'm Star. And I'm Jen. And we are the The Gorman Bear Girls. Hello, everyone. Hello out there, podcast listeners. Welcome back to our table. Welcome to our table. Yeah. (laughs) And hello, Star. Hi, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) And to you as well. Yeah. Right? We decided we were going to try a different intro. And we still greeted each other. (laughs) We still greet each other. I don't know. It just feels right. It does. It's all good. But hello, everyone. (laughs) We're so glad to have you back with us this week. It's been been two two weeks. weeks. Yeah. We had to take a little break. We did. It was... Yeah, my son ended up with appendicitis. He did. My my small son, my 10-year-old son. Yeah. So that added a little excitement to the week. Yeah. Last week. So. And every once in a while we pre-record things, but it's rare because we like everything to be very natural and do yeah, things and as life unfolds mm-hmm. and fresh. So we didn't have anything pre-recorded or ready to put out in the night that we were going to record is the night I ended up in the ER at Children's with right. him. So. So forgive us. But everybody's well now, and we are back yes. at the table. We are. Not that we weren't at the table. <laughs> we, well, we've been. We've been at yeah. the table. But. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Okay, so we just were fresh off of a luau. Yes, we were. Yeah. That's what we, that's what we promised we were going to talk about that's right. last week. And since we missed last week, we'll do a little recap of that. So Yeah, let's fill everyone in. Yeah. So those that follow us regularly both via podcast and on social media have you've already seen pictures of what we did got some comments back on that people as we well are aware think we're a little bit crazy and over the top it's interesting to hear what people kind of come back and say when they say oh wow you did that was just for like 12 people (laughs) we're like "Mm mm-hmm yeah (laughs) That's what we do. It's so fun. Well, because those 12 people are important people to us. Yes. And so it wouldn't matter if it were two people, 12 people, 50 people, 100 people. We want to make people feel special. Right. And so even though it's a smaller group, we still throw our whole selves into things. Yeah. Um, yeah. People, f- I mean, I, I do think that it makes an impact. Like, not that anybody would ever show up. I think we've shared this before. Not that anybody would ever show up to a dinner party and ask like, well, where's all the decorations and where's my name card and all of these things. But it is, it just adds like a different kind of feel to the night. Like when you start things off like that. Um, So one of the things we kind of want to share, because we talk about as we're party planning things that we do and we brainstorm ideas. And we've told you guys before that Jennifer and I kind of share a brain. Literally, this is no joke. I know people think we probably make this stuff up, but we the same thought could be running through our mind at the exact same time. We pick up our phone, you're at home, I'm at home. We And we're literally, <laughs> you can see the little dots on the phone at the same time. It's like we're sharing the exact same information at the exact same time. Yeah. Or like, oh my weird. gosh, I was just going to say that. It is so bizarre. It is. Um, so we brainstorm these different ideas together. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about, so for those who kind of saw 
the pictures of the party. And if you didn't, please go back, go on our Instagram, the Gormandberg Girls, and it's at Gormandberg, G-O-U-R-M-A-N-D-B-U-R-G-H, just like in the podcast. <laughs> um, go back and, you know, scroll down to a couple of weeks ago and take a look at the Luau pictures and you'll see kind of use that as a reference guide now as I'm going to share just a couple of things that we did and and I don't know maybe it's a little bit more because we're both firstborn it could be a type a type thing it could be you know but um just the cohesiveness when it comes to colors that you use and um you know people are like what made you choose that particular welcome drink and there were lots of things that kind of went into it. So we did a sparkling blue Hawaiian. Um, I kind of found multiple different recipes and then put them together in a different kind of a way. So it was a little bit of a non-traditional. I guess there are actually two different. There's a blue Hawaii and there's a blue Hawaiian. Hmm, I didn't but know we that. did the blue Hawaiian, but added Prosecco to make it a sparkling um, drink. And one of the things we had been talking about was we wanted to put things into a pineapple, you know, to make it like a fun, we always put a major emphasis on that welcome drink because mm -hmm. it's fun. It kind of sets the tone for the night. We name them different things. Yeah. Sometimes we name them after one of our guests. If it's a, if it's a birthday party or an anniversary celebrating one of the couples in our friend group, we might come up with some kind of silly name that is reflective of them. And, you know, like kind of spin off of something that we know that they like, whether it's a color and make the drink that color, or if it's a certain cocktail that they like, make it that or whatever. But um, just different things to kind of carry it through. Like that is a highlight of, of the, you know, the arrival as people come getting this welcome beverage. But also for us, it being the luau was the pig. And so people probably didn't notice right off, but I used the same color lay around the pig that the that the welcome drink was. It's just a way in my crazy mind to kind of tie things through, like to keep it cohesive. There's a lot of different colors going on. Um, and we had shared too, one of the things we wanted to do with this particular party is let the people be a lot of the decoration. Um, now, that being said, some people might come back and say, really? Because I saw you had all those balloons. That was a lot of decoration. I, there were a lot of balloons. My daughter-in-law came over and helped me. That was like right in the midst of, as well, the luau came on the tail end of you recovering from surgery. Yes. So. Yeah, I was. There was no blowing and tying balloons. Yeah. Hold my arms in the air and help. <laughs> Um, so my daughter-in-law, Abby, came and, and helped me blow up some balloons and things like that. But that was really where the color was, the balloons and then the people. It being a luau, like everybody wears these crazy Hawaiian, super colorful kind of prints. And we wanted the people to be the decoration, like at the table and things. So basically just used a lot of greenery to decorate, like tropical greens, a little bit of tropical flowers. The palette was basically white. We had white tablecloths, white chair covers, did go ahead with the bright pink napkins, but just tying everything together, thinking that that's silly um, to me and my type A brain, like it made sense to use the same color lay around the pig as the color of the welcome drink being blue, because I thought those were two kind of highlight point, you know, things of the night. Yeah, that pig was 
hilarious. It was, I know. (laughs) And so for those of you that have listened to previous podcasts as well, you'll know like all along our plan was kind of to do a whole roasted pig, which as we talked it through for 12 people seemed like a complete and utter waste. Um, You know, $350 pig and 12 people like we had food left over that night because I ended up doing a, um, a pork butt as well, just like slow roasted that. Um, but it was honest to goodness, I would, I would do it again in a heartbeat. First of all, the, the meat that you get from a pig's head is some of the most tender, mm-hmm. delicious meat. I know people are afraid of it because it's, they look at this face of a pig. Well, and it has teeth. And, and it's got teeth. She and had it's to shave tongue, it. And I had to shave it when I got it home. And yeah. Um, and it's little cute little ears are flopping on there. We named him Hamlet. Um, poor little Hamlet. Poor little Hamlet. He was he delicious. He was delicious. <laughs> um, but it just made so much sense to do it that way. And it was probably the least amount of money that we've ever spent on on our main meat like dish for the night because I think I don't know I don't even remember what I spent for the pork shoulder but it was only like or pork butt it was like eight or nine pounds and that's not that expensive and the whole entire pig's head was seventeen dollars and like 83 cents or something at strip district meat wow yeah now it's a process to to cook it. And I, we reached out asking a bunch of people like, who's done this before? Who's roasted a pig's head? Give us your tips. Like, what do you, what do you suggest? Most of what I was seeing online and what people came back with is cut it in half. And I didn't want to cut it in half because we we wanted wanted to see the whole head. Yeah. So just had to really increase the cooking time a little bit and I just basted the crap out of it like every 30 minutes, you know? Yeah. And I'd started on a higher heat temp and then turned it down. Definitely wrapped the ears. I kept the ears wrapped the whole time because those would have completely disintegrated. But um, anyway, it was delicious. Yeah, it sure was. Everything was. Yeah. And then you made a coleslaw. Yeah, it was like a... That was super good. So what, what I found in... We do this. We like try to research things kind of. We kept our, our menu very, very basic. Mm-hmm. What I found that people like in looking for Hawaiian kind of recipes, luau type recipes, is that they serve the roasted pig's head sometimes. And who knew? Because I'm not thinking that cabbage is necessarily a Hawaiian dish, but it was just with sauteed cabbage and rice. And I did a mix rice because I like the texture of basmati rice. So I used a, a brown basmati and I mixed it with a white rice and had just, you know, um, I often will cook rice instead of using water. I'll use, sometimes I'll use chicken stock or vegetable stock or add different things into there, but I used a lot of butter, <laughs> added some butter into there. Well, butter makes everything, everything better. Everything better. Yes, it does. Um, and then it was like some type of a Hawaiian coleslaw thing. Super, super easy. I modified it because you and I never stick completely to a recipe. Never. It's just not a thing. Um, but that was really good. Um, it had fresh ginger in it. And it was your basic kind of coleslaw base. But um, there was ginger in there and um, sesame seeds and 
little bit of sesame oil and uh, white or rice wine vinegar. Um, I did add a little bit of heat to it. Scallions in there, green onions. It was delicious. It was. I was surprised. Was I mean, good. people were like raving about that yeah. coleslaw. I was going to say, I overheard a lot of conversations, people yeah. talking about it. And then just something not, just wanted to add something to it. We did the, we did the um, watermelon salad with feta cheese and olives and red onions because that's just such a refreshing mm-hmm. kind of a, of a dish. Uh, huge fruit plate did that we put out a little bit of cheese to start but kept that kind of with an island feel did the uh used macadamia nuts which isn't something that we would normally put on our cheese board but tried to keep it you know macadamia nuts make me think of hawaii yeah (laughs) right so um but all in all i think what the best part of the night is is just that you sit around the table. We were outside. It was a gorgeous day. It had that was kind of in the the upswing and the heat of things, which I have to say, mm-hmm. um, if I learned one thing from this, it's that balloons pop <laughs> pop in, in the, the heat. heat. I I should have done more research on it um, previous. It sound sounded throughout the day as I'm outside setting things up like shots. Like shots fired, man down. Yeah, I came to bring the cake, and I remember you pop, said pop, it's going to sound like gunfire over yeah. here. <laughs> just, just fair warning you: do not be startled if you hear something pop. Um, but I did do a little bit of research on that afterwards, just wondering because we've been doing this more often with the balloons. It's mm. a popular thing now. Yeah. So just to know, they're saying if you're going to make a balloon archway or you're going to do a balloon garland and you're going to have it outside, you've got to be careful about how much of the sunlight is going to hit that. I I probably should have constructed everything inside, which I did do. I should have maybe waited to hang it until later, but that would have been so difficult because I was doing, my husband was working. He was kind of coming back and forth through the day, doing a couple little things here and there, but everybody kind of had something going on and, and it was hard to do. Like I couldn't wait until the last minute to be constructing a, a whole photo area and hanging those balloons because we never do anything small like that right one little area turns into two or three or four right (laughs) because that's how crazy we are um but yeah I was saying like over inflate the balloons which you do anyway when you're doing that kind of thing because you inflate them and then you pull them back and make Mm -hmm. different sides but it says that that makes it gives it a little bit of ability to expand I think what was happening too is I have my backyard is like wild kingdom. I have, I think that there were birds sometimes that were coming over and landing <laughs> on them and popping because I would see like pop, I would hear it like pop and then the bird, and then like a bird would fly away. And I think maybe it's little, yeah, it's little claws on its, I don't know, a little, anyway. But that was a great time. And now we're looking forward to, we've got another event coming up that we're just brainstorming right into the month of August because we're going to do our second annual lemon lemon themed dinner party. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. We have some new little ideas for that. We do. Yeah. So we'll be sharing that in these coming weeks as well. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So in the meantime, in all of the craziness between you recovering from your surgery and then poor Sammy having to go have his appendix out. We missed a couple of these events that we were going to do together. Yeah, I was home. Yeah. Um, 
But I want to hear about them. I mean, I have heard, but I want them to hear about them. Yeah, <laughs> share with our... So share. Yeah, so the first one was the um, Pittsburgh Magazine. This is an annual event that they do every year. The readers do a poll, and it's the Best of the Berg party they had at Rivers Casino. Now, I had... This was actually an event that you and your husband were going to use the tickets for. Yeah. But because it was... I think that's the day that Sammy came home, right? Yes. That's the day was you it? guys got discharged from yes, the hospital the that same day, day, I right. think. Yeah. So you were not able to go. And my husband and I had already had dinner reservations with my with my parents. So we weren't able to, we weren't going to be able to go. But we finished up with dinner early enough. And it was like only 10 minutes in travel time. So we thought, let's just shoot over and see what's going on. So we got there about 8. 35 or something like that and Eight. the event was over at 9 9 30 oh 9 30 yeah okay. the event was over at 9 30 there were some great things there and obviously pittsburgh people voted for these things you know i mean like dianoyas was there um uh, eaton park was there uh monterey bay fish grotto was there there was they had the the photo igloo booth was there. There were um, that Bella Bambini, the Lemoncello place was there. Um, who's the other? I'm trying to think of the. Anyway, you could go and you could look at the list of the people that were there. I have a complaint. It, you know, for Pittsburgh Magazine, you would think that they would probably tell these people like the event is over at 9 30 people were packing up there were certain areas where stations where people were gone it was nine o'clock and they were gone hmm. the event was over at 9 30 and i thought I, I was saying stuff to my husband and he's always trying to make nice over everything you know so he's like oh star imagine these people have been they've probably been working all day they're tired like seriously we came late i get it the event was 7 to 9.30. We didn't get there until a little after 8.30, but the event was over at 9.30. How are these people like packed up and gone at 9 o'clock? So I was like a little bit disappointed about that because yeah. there were some places that were that we wanted to check out that were gone. So do we know anyone who was there when it opened right from the start to see how? I don't know because one of our other foodie friends, I didn't ask. We, we ran into Cheyenne. On the way in, um, Cheyenne was previously Berg Babes and Bites. She just today changed her handle um, to the food or to the eating edit. And so you can check her That's out. That's a cute on Instagram. Name. Yeah, I, like I totally like it's great. I thought that was awesome. Um, so she and her roommate were coming out as we were coming in, and, and she was just saying, like, there's a ton of stuff in there. It's so great. There's lots of different things, you know, but there aren't any bags available. Um, so good luck finding a bag to put all your free stuff in. But some of the places that were giving things away, like they were packed up and they just had their items laying on the table and they were gone. Like Eaton oh. Park was gone. <laughs> like, really? I ended up taking, so we got free shirts from the event, which I brought you your shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I ended up tying the sleeves of the shirt together and holding a shirt upside down and putting the other shirt inside and putting everything in there like that was a bag because there were no bag. Nobody had any bags to put anything into. 
you know, so coming out, she just said, there's a lot of stuff in there. And there were, she said there, you know, everybody was giving, it felt like they were giving for cocktail samples. They were full size. Everything was like full size samples of cocktails. Um, but they were all basically sweet, a sweeter kind of a thing. So anything that my husband and I were going to taste, we basically just shared them and tasted them. And some of them we didn't even finish, but, um, yeah, I mean, I thought like it certainly has a potential to be an awesome event. And maybe it was like if you arrived right on time, you wouldn't have had the same experience as we did. I just think that it should be told to those who are there that the event is over at 930. Mm-hmm. You know, if I would have seen people kind of packing up at 925, I'd have been like, I get it. You right. Know, the, yeah. the event's over in five minutes and they don't want people you know, holding them back longer, you know, if it's over at 930, they don't want to be there 10 o'clock, people still at their, at right. their table. Yeah. So I don't mean to sound like I'm complaining, but I just think that that's, they should have been there until 930. Yeah. Yeah. That so. and provide bags for all the goodies. Yeah. <laughs> like perhaps everybody should have gotten a bag. I mean, the, the shirts were great, but perhaps everybody should get like a, a bag when they come in. Yeah. Or else bring bag. a giant purse. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go next year, so take you a can... big purse, a tote bag. Yeah. Put um, all your stuff in. Yeah. But so the bag thing is nice, which is a great segue into the next event, which you and I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year we bought tickets to take our husbands with us as well. Yeah. The day the tickets went on sale, yeah. I think we purchased Oh, them. yeah, we did. Um, it's Brunchburg. Mm-hmm. It's an event put on. Um, they've been doing it now for a couple of years. Good Food Pittsburgh puts it on. It's held at Hitchhiker Brewing in Sharpsburg. And they you get a great swag bag whenever you um, whenever you check in. And that's awesome because things that you buy, like I got some stuff from Pittsburgh Juice Company was there. And they were kind enough to hold things back for me, keeping it cold. It was a horribly hot and humid day that day. Um but you can put all this stuff into your bag. It's great. Yeah. Um, but that event is so much fun. I mean, Pittsburghers love brunch. It's a brunch town. It's Brunchburg. Yes. <laughs> um, and there were lots of great, some repeat vendors that have been there in the past, some new vendors. And as always, Wise County Biscuits. Ugh. Yeah. So tell us about this. Oh, my gosh. It was a peach bread pudding is that what you yeah. said okay yeah yeah because I also miss this because I didn't feel comfortable leaving Sammy yet right we had just come home he had just come home so I was sad about it but yeah I want to hear about this. yeah so they were taking they took the biscuits and they had cut them kind of like into slices and they were frying them on the griddle I'm sure they just like buttered them down like crazy and they were making I don't know if they soaked them into anything prior to that I'm not sure but they were making a bread pudding out of the biscuits and so mm. they kind of grilled it there and then they put that down and then it was um Paul Family Farms, who they were also there. They had their maple pecans and that they had marinated peaches and they covered it with peaches and then put the Paul Family Farms maple pecans on top and then the Chantilly cream, which they did last year with that blueberry deliciousness that we had yeah. on the biscuit. So it was good. like that hot buttered biscuit with blueberry and Chantilly cream. And there was like some kind of a nut crumble or something on that. Now, here's what I want to say. I'm I need to know, like, are they just creating these particular things for 
special events like that because anytime I go like to the Bloomfield Saturday Market or anything like that, there's nothing. I mean, they have their fluffernutter that's always on the menu, but they never have any of these like stepped up awesome <laughs> things on their menu. Well, what about sending them a message and asking? Well, I did when I posted oh, today. Okay. Yeah, I put the thing on there like, here's what we want to know. Okay. Are these going to be like, can you put them on the menu? Like, will these be offered somewhere else? I mean, I think probably when they do events, they create something for that event. But when they're going, um, all of their stuff is delicious. They would be fun to have at a private party. Oh, my dessert. gosh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I wonder if they do that. Yeah. For 12 or 14 people. Yeah, for 12 <laughs> or 14 people. I don't know about that. We'll but... feed you dinner. Right. You come on by. But yeah, so that was um, that was great. That was absolutely delicious. Can't stop thinking about that one. Yeah. But that's a great event. You got it. like, people need to watch out for that every year because it's limited tickets. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to get them right away because they do sell out. Yeah. Totally worth, totally worth it. It's not, but they're like $25 tickets. Granted, you pay, you know, they have Pittsburgh Sandwich Society was there. Um, The Coop were that you know, they were there. Um, there were other food vendors that are there. You purchased that food, but you're getting a lot of, they had red ribbon soda that you got a bottle of that when you went in and you get a free um, drink from Hitchhiker. Did they have cup. the beer mimosas again? They didn't do beer mimosas, okay. but you got, you could get, um, they had two signature drinks that you could get, but those were, one was a Bloody Mary and the other was um I think it was called the painkiller penicillin. There was another thing, but those were for purchase, but you could get, they gave the cute little yellow Good Food Pittsburgh cups again, and they would fill that up. You got a ticket for that and a ticket for chocolate. Um, Same company that did their like signature chocolates this year that they were selling was there and you got a free truffle. So they'd given you a ticket for beer and a ticket for the truffle. So those things were free. And then, like I said, you got a, a bottle of soda from red ribbon which is the natrona bottling company which is close to us Mm -hmm. um and you know other little sample things lots of coffee lots of different coffee uh vendors were there which makes sense for brunch yeah absolutely now we weren't drinking any hot coffee this year so i took so here's what was (laughs) funny about so you and paul were not able to go because of sammy my husband ended up having to work actually a double that day so i took my son with me um, that morning and we were drinking just we were cold brew. Yeah. Cause hot coffee was not on the list. Well, that was, <laughs> it was the so day hot. it was like oh, nearing it was 100 degrees or yes, something. Yes. And it was so humid. So humid. Horrible. Yeah. But, hmm. well, that's great though. Great event. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll be back <clears throat> next year doing oh, it because yeah. it's a super successful event. Absolutely. People love it. And they do a great job. They do a great job. Both, um, Emily and Madeline, they're sweet, you know, um, they were so busy. They work the event. They work their butt off <laughs> leading up to it. And they were sweating their butt off Yeah, that day. I felt bad for them. But yeah, it was great. You see a lot, run into lots of people that you know there because um, it, people love it. It's a great event. So yeah. what, do, what else do we have coming up? Well, I mean, I think what we're focused on really, I mean, we've got some things going on here, like city-wise places that we're going to be 
heading to. I mean, we've got this weekend our one of our favorite monthly events that mm-hmm. we go to at Defer, the wine club, the flight night. And we're taking our daughters-in-law yeah. this week, which is going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Um, and we've got our couples retreat, our couples weekend coming up, which will be coming up with some fun things to do there. That's always a good time for us to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're working towards our lemon, our lemon party. Yeah, which is the weekend after the couples weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Shoot us your ideas if you have any great lemon-themed recipes. Head, yes. head over to our Instagram. You can DM us with those ideas. You could send us an email as well if you've got some ideas to share with us. We'd love that. I mean, yeah. one thing I'm really super interested in is Dianoyas has now shared this a couple of times. They're getting the Sorrento lemons and they're making this incredible dish. It sells out, sold out today. They were offering it today, um, which when this podcast drops will have been yesterday. But they... Um, they make like orzo with buffalo mozzarella and they put, it looks like they do a pesto kind of drizzle or something on it. And it looks amazing. I think we want to do, do some research, don't you think? I've been trying to find <laughs> something with that. Um, I thought about maybe just sending them a message and saying, hey, can you share with us a little bit about that? We're yeah. not going to be able to get those lemons. I know that. <clears throat> but we could use a Meyer lemon. Well, I think we need to go and eat that dish and... Yeah, if you know, they offer it sometime between now and I, then, because it needs to be the research. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay, that's right. Um, but we have to get there like ASAP. Okay, because you can't order it for takeout, and once it sells, it's it's like good luck. Yeah, once it sells out, it's gone. It looks so good. It really does. Yeah, head to their Instagram and check it out because they posted it. I shared it on our story today when they posted it this morning, but just go take a look. It looks so creamy, delicious. Yeah, super good. Mm. So we're going to try to do something with that. Yeah. And I'm thinking for dessert of doing a lemon bar, not a lemon bar, but a lemon dessert bar with several different different types of lemon Mm -hmm. desserts. Yeah. Although my daughter-in-law, as much as she loves lemon print and the lemon theme party, she's Mm -hmm. not a big fan of lemon flavor. So I'm going to have to do a couple extra things without lemon flavor for her that evening. But we'll do some lemon garnishes. I didn't realize that she didn't like that. Yeah. I was thinking about that as we're looking at all of these lemon ideas as far as flavor that she's not a big lemon fan. Well, and everything we do doesn't have, you know what I mean? Like last year, our meal, does she not like chicken? Like if chicken has... Well, if it's like a lemon chicken with like a real lemony flavor, she's not going to love it, I don't think. Yeah. Um, But I don't think we did anything like that last year. Because last year when we did the pasta, I don't think there was any, I don't think Christian put any lemon in the pasta. No, I think we're going a little, I think we're upping the lemon game a little this year. We are. Yeah. Trying to do a little bit more lemon. We did lemon decor with a more Tuscan style theme. Yeah, like a Tuscan. mm -hmm. And so. But everybody loved the lemons thing so much. that. That we've decided to sort of reinvent it and make it a tradition. Yeah. So, and we're noticing this year too. Last year it was a little bit more difficult to find a tire with lemon mm-hmm. print on it, and now this year it's everywhere. It must have really caught on. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, every trendsetters, trends, <laughs> hashtag trendsetters. <laughs> yeah. You know us, food and fashion—they go hand in hand. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so that's been that's been something I'm like seeing lemon stuff everywhere. Yeah, I know. Which I even got great. my daughter a little cute little. You did, yeah. It's adorable. Yellow romper thing you do. Yeah. So stay tuned for <laughs> for the lemon craziness, for the lemon lunacy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, that's funny. But back to the thing. Yeah, please send your any questions you have for us. Questions, comments, whatever. Send us. Follow us on Instagram. Send us a, you can send us a direct message there. Please shoot us an email. I am star, S-T-A-R, at Gormandberg, G-O-U-R-M-A-N-D-B-U-R-G-H dot com or GormandbergGirls.com. And you are? I am Jen at Gormandberg or GormandbergGirls.com. And if you would be so kind to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, That helps others to find us and we appreciate it. Thank you and have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.